Hi, everybody, and welcome back to SOS episode number 23. I'm here. Happy the to Jordan be here. Episode. She's the Jordan episode. Well, she's not happy to be here. She's severely depressed. But other okay. than that, All right. we're good. We're not even 10 seconds into this, but let's call out my depression. depression. I have a lot going on in my life right now. I would not like to discuss it. Okay, well, we'll just pretend like you're not depressed, and I will I was going to bring the, the energy right now. I can snap it, snap hey, her on. I'll be the Balto of this dog sled, and I'll get us to Nome so those kids can get their medicine and not die. How about that? What's that movie? It's not a movie. It's a real story about Balto, who was the sled dog who got them from one place in Alaska to Nome, Alaska, because the kids were dying, and then they got the medicine. But you're going to tell me they didn't make a movie about it? I, they probably did, but I'm saying it is a true story. That would be like if what I was talking about World War II. Hey, hey, no, no, stop a second. That'd be like if I was talking about World War II, and then you were like, "What movie was that?" And I'd be like, "Well, Saving Private Ryan," but like it was a thing too. It was also real. It happened. No, that's completely different. This is one man and like seven dogs, not like thousands of soldiers. Both of the things. Okay, first of all, thousands is not the correct. Okay. Number all that right. we're using here. That's okay. not correct. Second you're already of all, coming for me both so severe. Happened. Millions. Tens of millions. Really? Yes. In America? No, but like collectively. I was talking about America. Still not thousands. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was like what? 18, 19 soldiers? World War Two, Something like that? I just... I'm not good with numbers sometimes. And... Sometimes? I... All times? Do you want me to cry again right now? Every of the times? Maybe that's the goal of this podcast is to make you cry. Like in a... Like an affectionate cry. All I, do I cry not an affectionate way? It's always very emotional. The I'm best a very part is, is you laugh person. at yourself while you're crying, and I enjoy when you do that. Because I know that I'm crying over stupid things. Mm-hmm. Like it's rare that I like cry over something like meaningful. Yes. Well, okay, all hmm. right. We're two minutes in. Look at my eyes. Everything's look already at my eyes with too your close eyes. to home. Okay, we'll go away from home. But anyway, yeah. Speaking of, I uh, went to that new brewery in uh, Eastwood yesterday. Mm. which is called uh bj's which is an unfortunate i name. saw that with mom hey what are we doing why are we naming restaurants bj's i mean i i just i think they have to know I, okay here's my thing i'm assuming that the person who started the restaurant chain his name was like buford jones or something like that right mm-hmm. and people affectionately called him bj potentially before bj had the same understanding of what it means now and they just kind of ran with it in honor and in memoriam of Buford Jones. That's what I'm going to say. Or because no one in the right mind today would name a place BJ's. What makes you think this is a franchise? It is a franchise. I was talking to them about it because I talk to people about those things. Oh, okay. Understandable. Yeah. But anyway, we were there. Nice place. A little bit overpriced, to be honest with you. A little bit more than I want to spend at standard brewery thing. Mm-hmm. But nice. Had a good time. Why'd you go to a brewery? You and your girlfriend both don't drink. Well, well it was actually, just a new restaurant. Know, it was a new restaurant to go to. I've been to every single restaurant in this area 86 times. I wanted okay. to go to a new thing. So we, we went to a new thing. Get there. It's the grand, or not the grand opening. The opened the day before. So we're the second day. We're day two, round two. We get there. The server is very nice. You can tell he's very talkative, social, wants to be the, hey, how you doing type server, right? But there's a manager from another store as there are multiple managers from other stores helping with the open that are following them and making sure that they don't make mistakes. Now, this guy, I'm sure, has watched plenty of training videos or pretended to watch plenty of training videos, um, is learning the menu still, not entirely sure what's going on. So I'm trying to not ask him a lot of questions and just to be cool and easy to work with, essentially, right? I already feel like I relate to this individual. Yeah, yeah. Felt bad because it's just weird to be followed by your boss while you do your work. Yes. Literally watching over your shoulder the whole time. So I, I sympathize with him. Now, it's worth mentioning, I don't know if this guy's 19 or 38. Don't mm, know. Okay. Has a strange face and strange facial hair. Uh, the facial hair of a 19-year-old boy, but the head of maybe a man in his mid to late 30s. Okay. Also, personality-wise, very upbeat, very hip in the words that he's saying, and is wearing like a Satan ring. So who really knows what that means? What do How you many mean hip with his words? Like he uses the cool slang like I, I don't know like maybe semi this food crap. is bougie this food slaps <laughs> also he's this not alcohol Indian. hits different i like these hops anyway i don't know what he is let's just okay. put it that way not ethnically i'm well aware that he's white as <laughs> were you before this discussion even began 
But anyway, we go through the whole night. The food takes a while. We're trying to get to a movie. We're trying to go get to see Quiet Place Part 2. Review to come. Review to come. It's taking a while. I feel bad for him because I can tell that he's nervous. He's aware that things are taking a long time. His boss is kind of impatiently doing the foot tap behind him, waiting for him to make mistakes, right? So So we go through our meal. Food's pretty good. Food gets there late. Late food. I got like a brisket burger kind of thing. Liv got a bacon cheeseburger sort of thing. Um, How was the food? Solid. Quite solid. Yeah. Did we get chips and queso with it beforehand? Yes. Mm -hmm. Did he say we're out of artichoke queso dip at the start and blended two of the things together and said them incorrectly because he was really nervous? Yes. Yes, he did. Oh. Yes, he did. And then I said, so are you out of artichoke dip or queso dip? And he said, yes. And I said, you're out of queso dip? And he said, wait, no, we're just out of artichoke dip. Which who likes artichoke dip? Apparently a lot of people. Because they're Queso's out of it. where it's at. Obviously. Obviously it's where it's at. It's kind of weird that a brewery would do chips and queso. This brewery had almost too many menu options. Mm. You go in there and there's pasta and steak and seafood and burgers and tacos and way too much. Narrow Pick a it. lane, stay in it. Mm-hmm. All okay. good restaurants have a lane, a very clearly specified and defined lane. But you know what? I feel like I would like that because I like a lot of options. But there's too many options because you get there and you're like, I have no idea. I don't know what to get. I go to restaurants and you can't and ask I... them because he's too new and he doesn't actually know what is yeah, and isn't good that's yet. that's true. I'm, but I'm one of those people that goes to a restaurant and I'm like, mac and cheese and chicken burgers. So you're every white woman under the age of We've established that. Okay. I like Starbucks. I liked ice. Sturbs. I like iced coffee and I like chicken fingers and mac and cheese. Heard and fair enough. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why it's basic and that's because it's good. Can't Understood. go wrong. Can't be wrong, right? But anyway, um, make a long story short, the guy was very nervous. I sympathized with him. We did get out of there in time. Kind of made it to the movie, sort of on time. Get into the movie. Now, I've seen this movie once before. Lib was in New York last week, so we didn't get to see it together. She also hates that I've seen every movie that we see together before she's seen it, so I know what's going to happen, and she wants to have the joy of watching my face react to what's mm. happening on the screen. Okay. She enjoys that, which I can kind of relate to. Sometimes it's fun to watch people react to something that you know is going to happen because you know they're going to be super excited about it. Mm-hmm. I can understand that, but I get to have that moment. She doesn't get to have that moment. Eventually, we'll get there. When movies start coming out again. And or if we ever start watching like Grey's Anatomy or something like that, which I will not because will never do. I'm against that. And we have been over this multiple times. Yeah. Not a big fan of the Gay's Anatomy. We anyway. have been over that several times. Maybe not on the pod, but you and I have been over it many times. I watched 14 seasons of Grey's Anatomy. Gay's Anatomy, first of all. Gay's Anatomy. Second of all, I don't care about your McSteamy. I don't care about your McDreamy. I don't care about your Catherine Heigl. Oh, I don't no, care about we, we did because you always confuse the mix. Listen, if you have two men named after McDonald's, I'm going to mix it up. <laughs> okay? Now, if one of them was like Burger Steamy and McDreamy, I would be like, oh, that one's the Burger King guy. You know what well, I mean? you should then rename it. Well, first of all, that was a terrible name that I gave it. Second of all, maybe I will. Maybe yeah, it'd be like, hey, Patrick can't. Dempsey, guess what? Your name is now not McSteamy or McDreamy. It's the guy who was an ugly, nerdy kid in the 80s that now got handsome. Yeah, yeah. Can't buy me love. Caden watches Grey's Anatomy now. Well, that's because Alex, is, I'm sure, is all about it, and that's probably what he has to watch. But still, she sends me Snapchat videos, and sometimes he looks very into it. All I'm going to say is I watched one of those medical drama shows, and Idris Elba, meaning Idris Elba, who is the big, tall, mm-hmm. handsome British gentleman, right, was married to a woman who was, like, not a gorgeous, athletically gifted supermodel, and I was like, oh, okay, so this isn't real. Immediately checked what out. What drama? Which one is Idris Elba in? Is he not in that one? Wait, that's the guy that was in The Office for a while. Yes. Charles. I feel like that's Grey's Anatomy. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. I'm not super up to date on my medical things But what I'm saying is he's a man who is being considered possibly the next James Bond. And he was married to, in the show, a woman who I'm sure is a nice lady. But was kind of like a plump, not very pretty uggo. Right? And you know what I'm talking about. I do. Okay. Doesn't make sense. Yeah. There's a reason why in the second Independence Day film, when Liam Hemsworth was cast as like the main dude, that they couldn't have Mae Whitman be his girlfriend because... She, I'll go. Not compared necessarily i him. Compared to him, I'll Okay, go. I remember when that came out and we had that debate. I think yes. she's uggo, period. I don't. I think that she's fine. I, think that she, I don't think she's an ugly girl. She seems like she's cool. She seems like she's nice. Seems like somebody I would enjoy talking to. Yeah. But is she Liam Hemsworth? Obviously not. No. So we need to upgrade to like Liam. Victoria's Secret model to be his girlfriend because yeah. that's the only thing that would make any sort of sense in that world. Absolutely. 
Anyway, how did we get on this tangent about Grey's Anatomy? I can't even... Oh. We were talking about the movie. Talking about Quiet Place. Okay. My lips are chapped. So, obviously, Quiet Place, spoiler alert, in three, two, one. Okay. So, first of all... If you're someone who cares about spoiler alerts, I don't like you. Well, maybe you haven't seen the movie yet and you don't I love a spoiler. You... Okay. Then that's gross. Don't spoil it. There's a girl I used to work with who she would... She was a huge Marvel and, like, Star Wars fan. She would look up what happened before she'd go see the movie. Like the day she that's kind of me. I did that when we went and we saw that's Endgame. So weird. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like that. Anyway, it ruins all the fun. Why I just do I don't that? like that person that's like you. You say like, oh, I saw that movie over the weekend, and they're already like, la 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 la. Don't say spoilers. Go home. You're irritating me. I want to spoil the movie just to irritate you now. What if you just are like randomly conversing with this person? They can't run away from you. You should have the common courtesy to not spoil things. I wouldn't spoil it, but they're already assuming that you're going to spoil it when you weren't even going to spoil it. You just said oh, I went to saw the movie over the some weekend. Some people do spoilers. You have to be careful. Not decent people. Well, there aren't a whole lot of decent people in the world. I guess, I just think that I'm better than everyone. Well, maybe you are. You're not. But maybe you are. Maybe. Um, but we're going we're gonna to spoil. Anyway, spoiling. So, first of all, big fan. Really enjoyed. I really enjoyed movie. as well. Had a great time with it. Nine out of ten. Now, bummed a little bit. Understand why. But bummed a little bit that there was not as much John Krasinski as I wanted because that's obviously the primary reason that we go is because we support him and the office. We love John Krasinski. I showed up to that movie, and as of late, I've sort of been like, I don't know what my type is anymore. It's John like, Krasinski. And then, that, and then I saw the first ten to fifteen minutes of that movie, and then I was like, I think I know my type now. Yeah. Damn it, Jim. That's yeah. what it is. Now, obviously, handsome man. But beyond, there are lots of handsome men in the world. Hashtag no homo. Nobody can rock Hashtag a maybe like him. homo. Who knows? What I'm saying is, is John Krasinski just seems like the most genuine, nice, real person. Lovely That you person. could potentially ever meet. And there's yeah. the message that he delivers in the very first part of the movie mm-hmm. where he's like, thank you for coming out to the theater. We mm-hmm. appreciate it. It's not political. Mm-hmm. It isn't anything weird to do with COVID or anything like that. It's mm-hmm. just talking about the magic of going to the movies and him appreciating it, being there and him being yeah. so happy to share it with you. And it seems so genuine and sincere. And you're, and you're that Michael Scott meme. PBS is brought to viewers like you. Yeah. And it's him so shaking, much. Ed, shaking Ed Truck's <laughs> You're hand. like, yes. you're welcome, John Krasinski. Yes, exactly. I, I'm here to support everybody. Anyway, movie starts out. Um, I loved that it gives the origin story from where that they come from because that's Very the big that's idea. the big question in yep. the first one. Um, also, obviously, Sanua. There's only two things it could have been. Could have either been aliens or it could have been ancient species that suddenly awakens like in the earth and crawls out of the ground, sort of thing. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. So I like the alien twist. That makes a little bit more sense to me. Now, there's a couple of filmmaking things that I really enjoyed with it. First of all, the concept or the way that they film it where the daughter who is deaf, mm-hmm. when it goes back and forth between her perspective where she can't hear anything, mm-hmm. and then when someone touches her, grabs her, the sound kicks back in. I really like that from yeah, a filmmaker. Yeah, very thought standpoint. out. Enjoyed that very much. Um, I also, there were, it did a very good job of being suspenseful and mm-hmm. tense. The whole time. Well, <laughs> basically. Well, I mean, the obviously the premise of the movie being they can't make noise creates a lot of tension, but they, they, did a very good job of and it wasn't meaningless noise i should say yeah. like it was or excuse me not noise it wasn't meaningless tension it wasn't just like oh why would they go there like it's just because the filmmakers are trying to stir up drama like there was mm-hmm. actually reasons why yeah. the things happened that needed to happen for sure so the scene where the little they're, they're running because they make noise and they're trying to get away um and he steps in the bear trap so horrible i felt that to my core i know it like that. makes you want to cry because yeah. you're like, I can't even imagine that moment. Yeah. Or like that And parent. especially since that little boy is so weak in so many ways. I know. I'm like, sis girl, parents, the apocalypse. I know, but he's so weak and so unprepared for the world, despite his parents' best efforts. That well, he's probably he... like about to hit puberty. But also, that kid as an actor did a fantastic job. Because he did such a good job. When he steps, he steps in the bear trap and he hits the ground and goes like, Ugh! he's like that like guttural like noise when he hits the yeah. ground. Yeah. I related to that so hard because anytime you fall and you really stick it and get the wind knocked out of you, that's what happens. For sure. Well, he re- kind of recreated in the first movie when Emily Blunt was giving birth and you're like, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. in the scene where he's obviously screaming because he's stepped in the bear trap and the baby's crying and you're like, oh, you know, you, know, you know that they're not going to die. But in that moment, you're like, oh, and it's all over. Like you just, yeah, it's for the, sure. It's the end of the world in that world. Right. So terrible. Um, But they don't die. Uh, Killian Murphy, who is Peaky Blinders, mm-hmm. comes and saves the day. Um, 
I really liked him casting that role too. He did a fantastic yeah, job because he he, he plays the, um, what am I trying to say? Like almost wormy, snaky, slimy dude, but can also play a sympathetic character. Very like he's a, he has yeah. a very wide range of what he can perform. But him in that role as being the um, ashamed, kind of broken father that feels like he's failed his family because they didn't make it that sort they of thing died. did a great great job he did awesome um i was bummed because i can't i never remember the guy's name but he's the african dude that's the african dude in every movie where there's an african dude that needs to be had you mean the only african dude in the movie yeah yeah yeah. hold on i need to i need to find his name real quick no for sure i there's a lot of suspenseful scenes for me one when the boy stepped in the bear trap that was really terrifying and then in the end of the movie when the brother and the baby were like in like mm. the little like place and there's no oxygen when they're locked in the, the like, yeah the steel get that baby some oxygen oh my gosh so suspenseful yeah su- suspenseful but on a real note obviously this is where i'm going to pick the movie a little bit had a blast with it mm-hmm. thought it was a great movie enjoyed it i'm not I can step outside of my own just natural my brain wanders to critiques. Yeah. In that world, why would you not just have some stones in your pocket where if one was close to you and thought it could hear you and was hunting you where you could just throw the stone and make noise over there and then it would go attack that? That's a good idea. I've never thought about that. Yeah, just do that. Yeah. That's it. That's all I got to do. I mean, that's what John Krasinski did basically. He was the stone, just screamed at the end of that movie and then died, which not necessary. He could have just thrown an object into a field. Yeah. And made a loud noise. <laughs> it's like, that's the cheat code. Yeah. There's obviously the cheat code that they discover at the end where they can do the, the high-pitched noise mm-hmm. and they can freak them out and it opens up their face and they can shoot them. Yeah. Beyond that, you know, even if, let, let's say you're in, a, in an area and you trip and you fall and you make a bunch of noise. Run like 20 feet away and mm-hmm. then don't move because it's going to go yeah. right to the source of that noise. Well, that's what I kept thinking too, which I think is why they needed the baby in this one. Because mm-hmm. if it was like adults, they could just be like, freeze. But you can't control a, like a newborn baby. Agreed. Agreed that was the that. point but of that. That's why they also had it in the airtight container with the uh, oxygen flow. Which don't know how that worked. Well, I mean, they have. Oxygen I know the baby had it. oxygen, but it's also like the, like they were like running through fields with this baby, and the mm. baby's like, oh. <laughs> it's like it's like ET wrapped up in a style. Oh, trigger. Yeah, it's just I'm kind sorry. of funny because usually you're like you're supposed to treat a newborn baby like. Uh, and then this mm-hmm. one's just like going for a roller coaster ride and he hasn't been alive for <laughs> two <laughs> hours <laughs> yeah. yeah but on a long story short definitely worth a watch worth a watch i yes. really liked I, it i liked it maybe more than the first one i think if uh, john krasinski were in this one i think I i'd know. like it more well that's the one thing where you're like but and um i watched an interview with him about the movie and he said that he really had absolutely no intention of doing a sequel mm-hmm. So I think that if As he did, all good movies should. Yeah, be, for yeah. sure. So I think that maybe if he knew that um, there would be a sequel, maybe he wouldn't have killed his character off. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it was definitely very good. I saw that it got critiqued for being too white and just preaching family values. But screw all of you. I How loved dare it. they support the nuclear family? Disgusting. How dare they? I also love Emily Blunt so much more. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think yes. she plays that role, that motherly role, very well. She's not just Devil Wears Prada anymore. Yeah, like, and everything, really everything I've seen her in, I think she does a good job. I liked when she did Mary Poppins. I watched Devil Wears Prada it. for the first time the other day. Have you ever seen, the, I think it's called either the five or the seven-year engagement with her and Jason Segel? Have you ever seen that? No. Chris Pratt's in that. Fat Pratt is in that. Um, I can't remember his girlfriend in that movie, but anyway. In Hathaway? Maybe of? might be like an Anne Hathaway type character. No, um, I'm thinking of the, um, Bride Wars with Kate Hudson. Oh, is that the one? That's it has Pratt in it. Yeah, it's got Pratt, Pratt, Pratt. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, seven year engagement is funny because Jason Segel gets like super depressed and she ends up, you know, it's like a romantic drama comedy type. You know, I'd love it then. But anyway, that's kind of worth a watch. It's a funny one. But yes, no, I agree. Emily Blunt for sure. I I enjoyed her in the motherly role. I thought she did a very good job with that. Very believable. Mm-hmm. She seemed like she actually had a legit chemistry and rapport with those kids. Yeah. Sometimes you see parents in movies, and it's just like, her. It's like you can tell that it's forced, and it's it, it wasn't yeah, there. It seemed like sure. they actually enjoyed being around those kids. Absolutely. Um, and I like her and John together. I think that John. they're nice. Now, not quite Jenna Fisher, but still. I just don't think that that's realistic. 
Now, I need you to know that if either one of them were to ever get divorced, meaning Jenna Fisher and John Krasinski, yeah, I know. you know the world would blow up. The world They'd be would like, hey. They'd be like, let's get these people back together. Pim and Jam. I just think that they're friends. Frank and Beans. Yeah. I don't know. I just think that they're friends. Like, I couldn't really see them together, I guess. But I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. And and I, obviously, that's, you know, not but realistic. Maybe. But maybe. It would be a meme. People would want it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying, is it would just be yeah. a meme. The internet would desire it so hard. Well, also, Jenna Fisher is very, like, you know, she's on Instagram and stuff, and she's very, like, girl next door, I read books and wear glasses and mm-hmm. like my cats, and Emily Blunt's like, I'm proper British, and I'm in all these roles. <sighs> and I wear, like, jumpsuits. Do you think it's weird whenever they get together? What do you mean? Like, I'm assuming that from time to time, they probably have, like, a couple's double date dinner and they get together and talk. I don't think so. You don't think it's weird? No. You think that they probably have because fun Because I think that after The Office, John Krasinski is on such another level than most of them. Like, Even more than Steve Carell? No. I think that, like, John Krasinski and Steve Carell are on a different level. And a lot of people that were on The Office, like, um, what's his name? The Dwight... I know that. I yeah, Rain Wilson. Yeah, like him, Jenna Fisher, BJ Novak, and a few other people are Mindy oh, Kaling. Mindy Kaling are always just going to be like, oh, The Office. Yeah, no, I can agree with that. It's hard to break that mold. Well, yeah, I mean, Rain Wilson fell into the whole, I mean, he's basically Cosmo Kramer from Seinfeld. He just, he is Dwight. Whereas yeah, the, you know, I know. So, and it's going to be hard for him to play Kramer. any other role. Yeah, it's just difficult. I mean, and I've then seen of course, him in you other know, roles. like Kevin, Stanley, Oscar, all that. Mm-hmm. Office. Office. Yeah. Hardcore Office. But I'm sure they make him bank. Yeah, they're making bank. And it's like, I if I was one of them, I'd probably be like, okay, I did my job. Now I can mm-hmm. just live off this money. But you can totally tell. I mean, Steve Carell was obviously first. But, like, they just were like, we we going to pass you guys. Yeah. Which it was I a mean, trampoline for their careers. Well, that's, like, what happened with, um, I mean, primarily Jennifer Aniston and Friends. But I guess, you know, yeah. they, well, they yeah, all had example. they all had careers after Friends. But she was really the only one that, like, blew up, blew up post-Friends. Like they, they all had roles, yeah. but what's his name? David. David Schwimmer. Just Melvin from Madagascar. <laughs> Gloria. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And then uh, Matt LeBlanc was in Lost in Space as the tough guy in Lost in Space. He was. Which is a a terrible movie, and B doesn't work because he's Joey Tribbiani. No. And then Courtney Cox, which is kind of like, in Ace Ventura, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, she was like in a few roles where you're like, yeah, I guess that makes sense, but. I think that's what's hard about sitcoms is you're always seen as that character. Yeah, it's difficult to break the mold unless mm-hmm. you're like the super beloved mm-hmm. rock star of the show. Yeah. In which case, I think you can break free of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's how Jennifer Aniston did it. Look at her. She wanted to make a lot of movies. Can we talk about how much I love the breakup? I think that that's probably one of my favorite rom-coms. Vince Vaughn on her? Yeah. I think that's probably my favorite rom-com. Because they don't time. get together in the end? Because they don't end up together. Mm-hmm. Well, they kind of leave it up to interpretation, but I like to believe that they don't. Well, yeah, that was the whole point. Vince Vaughn made, I'm pretty sure Vince Vaughn made the movie, and he said at the end, he's like, yeah. yeah, I wanted to make a movie where they don't get back together. Yeah, I mean, I love Vince Vaughn, period. Obviously, I like Jennifer Aniston, and I thought it was good. It was like real couple problems. It wasn't just like, you won't give me a ring or something and like that. And Channing Tatum's in it. Yeah. And he's like super like the, like the thug. I think that, yeah, he confronts Shane Tatum because he thinks that Shane Tatum is, like, having an affair with Jennifer Anthony or something like that. Isn't Kevin Are James in that one, too? thinking of the same movies, me? I don't think Shane is. I think Kevin James is in uh No, hold I on. don't think he hold is. On. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are we thinking of, multi- like, different movies? I think that you're combining some movies. Channing Tatum isn't in that from what I remember. But I love that movie. I think it's funny. Think oh, it's... obviously John Favreau's in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jason Bateman, Justin Long. Yeah, it's like basically couples retreat. Basically. Okay, but never mind. Which one am I thinking of that has Kevin James in it? I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? Anyway, Some continue. Rom-com, but yeah, I just, I love that movie. I could, I like that they don't end up together in the end because I think that that's most relationships. Dark, hot take, but yes. I'm in a depressing, depressive mood. Are you in your feelings? I'm in my feelings. I'm in the feels. Are you Drake? I don't think so. Are you a light-skinned Canadian gentleman that's also Jewish? Well, I had I've atten- attracted the attention of a male at work mm. that was not really 
the attention that I was like seeking when I kind of want to be single. Are you saying that you feel you're above him? I'm not. Okay. I am saying that, but also I'm just not really interested in that right now. Mm. And I'm going to tell you why, because I'm sure that you're just thinking you're a horrible person. How dare you? You're probably ugly. I've never even seen a picture. You're probably ugly and he's probably above you and you are ungrateful, but I'm going to tell you the story and then you're going to be like, okay. So people at work were like, yeah, I had that guy. I had like at least three people be like, I had that guy ask me about you. Like it has to, if you were single and stuff. And I was like, oh, but then no one knew his name. Right. That guy. That guy. So I was thinking in my head, like maybe he's secretly, this is the love of my life, like really attractive. And then I see him walk up and someone goes, oh yeah, that guy. And then I was like, okay, okay. Don't let your expectations get too high. So he's working out with one of his friends and I can kind of see that he's like looking at me the whole time and I'm just like really trying to avoid him. And then at the very end, he's walking out the door and I'm helping someone at the desk and then that person walks away and he's lingering and he comes up to me and he's like, do you mind if I use that that one piece of equipment in that other room the next time I come here? And I was like, oh yeah, that's fine. And then he goes... I'm sorry if people were like at, like telling you like if I that I was asking if you were single like uh, I was just uh, make it worse gets worse gets worse gets worse and uh. I was like oh it's fine like you know no worries I get it and he was like do you know this person and I was like yeah I kind of do and he was like well I was in Risa with them and I was like oh cool and then he goes like Risa, <laughs> cool dude Risa was like in rem- remote learning and he was like weren't you with the Risa programs and I was like no I wasn't and he was like are you sure and I was like yeah I'm pretty sure I was in pretty the sure Risa program and then he goes well don't ask that guy what he thinks of me and I was like oh really what would you tell me and he goes <laughs> He was like, I used to be really annoying, like senior year of high school. Like he'd probably just think that I'm like There's so irritating. There's a story irritating. going around about me and this goat and what happened in this bathroom. That's literally um, what I'm thinking. Okay. Don't believe that. Don't it was not believe what me. people thought but it was. But then he goes, but I've grown and matured so much in the past year. I just don't even pay attention to that. If he tells you any of that information. I literally haven't gone in any bathrooms with goats in years. Okay? I literally haven't. And I was like, okay, really, really good to know. And then he was like, are you working tomorrow? And I'm the worst liar. And I was like, I, I actually am. Yup. I'm working. And he was like, awesome. I'll see you. And I was like, okay. <sighs> and, it, and I was just like, that's not really the rom-com I was looking for. You were looking for the last song. I was. And you got Forrest Gump. And I and I'm friends with that guy that he like was like, Oh, don't ask that guy about me and I want so badly to text him and be like, How bad? How bad is it? Why wouldn't you just be like, Hey, is this how little you think of me? Get him off the trail. I I don't know. I don't know. But okay. that was a story that That's, happened to me today. This reminds me of a story that I had. Okay. A relatively recent while ago. Also dealing with being single, approaching different people, conversing. Horrible. Seeking love connections, things like that. Twas the morning. And my mother was at work at the hospital. Mm-hmm. And she shoots me a text that says, I need you to hurry up and bring me a Diet Coke because there's a girl here that I need you to meet. I remember this story. This I, is in the throes closely. of the Rona. Mm-hmm. So I go. I go pick up a Diet Coke. I say, hmm, interesting. If my mom's super enthused, this girl might actually be, you know, okay. But it's your mother. I know. You never know. Also, it's like a Tuesday afternoon. What are we doing? Nothing. Not much. I think it was coffee, by the way. <sighs> I remember being a Diet Coke. Yeah, you probably don't know how to order coffee. Never mind. Right, exactly. So I get said Diet Coke. Bring to the hospital. Bring it up. I see the girl sitting there. Mm-hmm. Can tell that it's obviously her. It's obviously the girl. But is wearing the hospital cap thing and the blue surgical mask. So mm-hmm. I can just kind of see eyes. I can see, you know, physique, frame, that sort of thing, right? My mom obviously is setting this up towards the opportunity for me to work the charm, to flirt, to be Mm -hmm. fun, to be interesting, to be Mm -hmm. cool, right? All the things I'm not good at being. That's not true. Yeah, it can be sometimes, but it's very hit or miss. It's either great or it's awful. Yeah. Now, this time, I was kind of on a little bit. Anyway, I set the stuff down, take the opportunity to pull up a seat with my mom because she and my mom are sitting right next to each other. My mom works the front desk. 
She's taking people's temperatures as they come in the hospital. It's probably against COVID stuff, but whatever. Whatevs. Was I wearing a mask? Obviously not. Okay. Now, different story entirely. Now I'm there making, you know, jokes, trying to get some pity laughs, telling some stories, mm-hmm. maybe trying to flex a bicep in there, here and there. Just the basic man things, right? Yes. Now, a whole time, not entirely sure about what this woman's face looks like, right? Is she an ago? gonna get there pretty eyes tan you know thin girl and like nothing that should stand out is like oh like oh nothing mm-hmm. like that right but again small sample size not a lot to see make a long story short talk for maybe 15 or 20 minutes plant the seed a little bit head out yep eventually end up getting her phone number converse talk that sort of thing set up a time to meet I actually finally eventually get a picture of her. Mm, oh, no. Right? Now, have to say, nice girl. Was a nice girl, right? Yeah. But my mom's picking out fours. I don't so, even think I ever saw a picture of her. Doesn't matter. What I'm saying is, is at that point, I literally went to her and said, is this what you think of me? <laughs> it's like the Michael Scott thing where would she fit in a regular size rowboat? And then Phyllis says no. It's like, come on, what but mom do you think probably didn't me? see her full face anyways. Potentially not. What I'm saying is, is if you're going to call in the cavalry and have me come in and try to work the charm and be the cool, fun, hot guy, which sometimes I can do, most of the time I can't, and then you're also going to get me on one of those lucky days where I am that, mm-hmm. and she's going to be a bore. Don't Was do that. that. Really? Okay. Okay. But let's, let's be honest with ourselves shall we shall we so that's a new degree to story i didn't know mm. i just knew the part of the story where you were like i'm just not really into dating right now i just want to focus on my career and finishing school and that's you told her that the best part though this okay. is the best part right okay i did tell you that but that is not the entirety of that story so i caught wind of the, the fact that she was ugly that she's a stone cold four okay now the I best part is, again, as I said this. previously, your boy's not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. So not like, you know, there's any in me, you know, doesn't know what I look like, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm all me, fully exposed, showing myself to the world, like no trying spanks. to be cool and fun. I, I'm not wearing Spanx, anything like that, right? I got mm-hmm. the red panties on. We're doing it right. <clears throat> not the Ninja Turtle. We have a rendezvous set up to go what and have dinner. It? Oh, a okay. I, I meant what was the date? I oh, <laughs> I where is the date? I was supposed to go out. Brave. Okay, okay. Now, she texts me like an hour before and says, "Hey, I kind of feel like you're not super into this, which is cool, but if you aren't, just tell me right now." Mm, so uncomfortable. Already means I just don't want to go on this date. Obviously, <laughs> obviously, you're faced with two choices there. Choice number one is you can say. Yeah, me neither, even if that's the way you feel. But if you do that, it makes you look like the loser that's been like, no, yeah, totally. I didn't even want to go either. Yeah. Weak. Or you can fake it and you can go, I'm actually super into this. I actually want to go, which is a lie. And then you might wind up being stuck going on a date with somebody you don't want to go to in the first place. So what did you do? I don't even remember. I played it like, I mean, I told the truth. I was like, I'm also super into it. But in the moment felt like, A, just got rejected by the four B, also come off looking super weak, like I am pretending like I'm super not into it, whereas she might think that secretly I am and she just doesn't want me. Had mm-hmm. to play that game. To make a long story short, I just thought about that meme where she says I stuck a whole can of jelly beans up my ass. Yep. That's beside the point. Jar. To make a long story short. <laughs> not a can of jelly beans. <laughs> that's true. They call it like planter's peanut cans. <laughs> to make a long story short... If you truly love and care for someone, do not attempt to set them up with people who are significantly underneath their league. You just told that whole story, and obviously I don't think this, but it's just a thought that occurred to me. What if you're a three and she thought that she was above you? I'm just saying. Because so you... that's possible. It's possible that I am actually, in fact, a three. Or maybe five. But then, wouldn't I be, you know, good enough for the four's appetite? I don't know. Maybe she's got an ego on her. Maybe I have an ego on me. Well, clearly, 
because you saw a picture of this person we're like they're too ugly okay we all have a level of like mm, i don't think i can no. do that can Everybody we talk does. about for so long because you were single for a while yes and you would constantly be like i don't even care what they look like it's all about the personality and then the first girl if, that were like okay. look and you're like <laughs> if they ugly. have a rockin personality like best friend personality it matters a lot less but if you're in the very early stages of figuring things out and they're just kind of like mm, homely if we're talking like kylo ren homely then Maybe. we got issues mm-hmm so Bland. you're right it does vary but in that specific circumstance being kind of cute definitely helps significantly yeah i know what you mean i know what you mean no it's definitely a scale i felt like the gentleman today god bless him and i'm flattered um may i did feel like i was a little above just on like mm. an emotional maturity level mm -hmm. because I'm, I, I'm scared for last year's recent class i don't know what happened <laughs> Maybe you were secretly in the recent class and you just didn't even know. Maybe you had COVID fog. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But it's okay. And I'll let you know what happens tomorrow. I guarantee you that the story isn't done. The it's Chronicles not done. of the gym guy. Yeah. Yeah. I think we just need to get you maybe a Mormon gentleman. A Mor we were going to talk about the Mormons. Yeah, we were going to talk about the Mormons. Yeah, the Mormons and their, their underpanties. They're Which, onesie suits that they wear underneath their clothes. I had never known it was a real thing. Yeah, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing to know mm -hmm. because you'll never look at Mormons the same way again. The true hardcore Mormons, for those who don't know, rock the underclothing onesie underwears because I believe it has something to do with that's the way of God being able to identify the Mormons when the end of the world happens. It's like you have to have it like the special underwear touching you or something like that at all times. So that's why you wear it underneath your clothes. Now, this is where it gets fun because religions are very um, entertaining to me. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm a Christian, believe in mm -hmm. God. You know, none, none of my beliefs are super like off the rails, non-mainstream. We're not know, the Jehovah's. Anything like that, right? But there is a certain truth to the older a religion is, the more real it feels, right? Yeah. The oldest religions in the world, and uh, you know, generally speaking, happen to be the most popular. So Hinduism, Buddhism, Catholic. Christianity, Judaism. Um, I mean, Catholics will consider themselves Christians. But yeah, Catholicism, um, Islam. I mean, all of those religions are very old. Yeah. So we place a certain level of validity onto them. Mm -hmm. But once you get to the Mormons, and we're not that far removed from Joseph Smith discovering the magic tablets that God and the angels told him to find in the Nothing hills. Nothing matters. None of it. Yeah. And it's like, I talk about Mormons and I know this is probably stupid, but I, I get like a little heated inside because people don't know how stupid it is that are in it. Yeah. It's like Scientology. Yeah. It's like Same Scientology. Game. You're like, I don't know. This was Joseph. Joseph Smith was Joseph the Mormons. Smith. Yes. Yes. But L. Ron Hubbard was the Scientologist. Yeah, of, of course. I watch the documentaries. Yes. You've I know seen why I'm clear. here. Um, it, it was insane because, I mean, I was just in some class about it. Like, Joseph Smith was just, like, running from, like, states that were trying to get him in trouble because he was trying to marry a bunch of women at once. Yeah, I right? mean, he was, like, known for being a massive con man who kept, like, magically discovering plates that God had yeah, and told just him was to like, go I'm, find and show him. I'm going to create him, a whole religion. And then nobody could ever see them. I'm going to move like, to Utah. Yeah, exactly like that. It was like, once you have to put yourself in the shoes of the people he must have been around and understand essentially what he was telling them was the truth. Yeah. I mean, imagine if someone came to you and said, oh, I have tablets that God and the angels whispered in my ear and told me where they were. I've found them, but only I can see and understand them and you can't. Yeah. But you have to believe me and we have to go elsewhere and set up this commune compound and prepare for the end of the world. You'd be like, oh, well, no. Stupid. Can't. I'd be like, I want some receipts, Joe. That. And then beyond me having the magical tablets that only I can see and read, also, I'm going to need to marry like nine women. Ew. And those women have to marry me because if they don't marry me or a man who believes in the same thing that I believe in, that they go to hell. It's and gross. everybody involved in that just went, oh, okay. I don't know how we got so many people. Here's but my like, theory. It's the whole state of Utah. Here's my theory. I think that people got nervous because you, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't really know. It, technically, in biblical terms, you don't really know when Armageddon begins and when 
you know, God would return right to earth. Right. But yeah. I'm saying like the rapture and stuff like that. You don't really know for sure when all that stuff is happening. Mm -hmm. So maybe God would manifest in the form of some crazy guy and would need you to run away into the hills and marry all your wives and live in the hills. You don't really know for sure. There's a very slim chance that that's happening. But maybe, just maybe, that's your ticket into eternal happiness. So some people it. take that risk. That's what I think. Could be wrong, but some people take that risk. That's like David Koresh in the Branch Davidians. Some people take that risk. That's true. I mean, do you think that God has something against caffeinated beverages, though? Probably not. And that's where I say, not real. Hey, hey, no Starbs? You can drink Coke. It's fine. I don't know. There's so many things because, I don't know, you learn about the Mormons and you're just like, eh. It, and if you really look into it, there's a lot of weird stuff. I mean, outside of like the whole like several wives, which most people don't practice anymore unless you're on TLC, but sister wives, sister wives, it's just strange. It's yeah, just it's strange. a weird game. Well, but my favorite, hands down, easily is Scientology. Same. Love Scientology because Tom Cruise. So well, obviously it's a Tom Cruise, right? But what I'm saying is, is that literally is just a sci-fi writer. Who decided that he had the path to enlightenment yeah. and then they went out and recruited a bunch of famous people as like a self-help thing that evolved into a religion and then the way it's... to ascend through it is to give them more money so you can eventually become a top tier scientologist yeah. and see the alien carcass remains like a kingdom of the crystal skull it's ridiculous yeah it is but i because i watch the documentaries and stuff do you think that they have as many celebrities as they claim to have because um, I know I think there's before, like some big ones. Yeah, I think I'm. if I had to guess, I'd say in the 80s and 90s, yes. I think there were a lot of mm -hmm. celebrities it's who been were dying like, down oh, now. it's like the trendy thing. We'll be Scientologists, right? Yeah. Like we reject conventional realism. Re and then they realism. were like, this is too much work. Yeah, like we'll just, you know, send our kids into the Sea Corps or whatever and have mm -hmm. them study star charts because we're tolerant and unique or whatever. I now, I think Will it's less Smith now. Obviously, the Leia Remini stuff, I'm sure, is really not helped out the Scientology church's no, not scam. No, um, going clear the other documentary and just everybody becoming more aware of it just being a, mm -hmm. a ridiculous hoax um but there's obviously the people that are there there is it's just the Tommy. group think like cults and group think and the power of um you know persuasion and influence that certain people can have over other people is so fascinating to me i know it's kind of crazy well my question would be like if i'm a scientologist do i get to see tom cruise do i get to see john travolta mm. No, I don't think you do. I, well, I, I would want him to like speak at conferences. You want him to jump on the couch on Oprah and yeah, tell him about I do. How much loves the Scientologist couch—that's what I want. I am in love. So in love. Yeah. My favorite thing that I've ever heard in, in all of my life is that Tom Cruise held auditions for his next wife, and somehow Katie Holmes was the one that he selected. Is that really how that works? Oh yeah, it's a real thing. No way. He held auditions, like, because it was, like, a set-up thing. Because, like, the church was involved. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard this for so many years, that that's a real that, thing. That doesn't seem real. What? Do you hold think on, Katie on, Holmes on, was on. like, yes, Tom Cruise, this Katie just Holmes, seems like a lovely Katie idea. Katie Holmes had nothing going on after Dawson's Creek. She had nothing going nothing. on, but had enough money to freaking last the rest of her hold life. Katie you Holmes. mean she was just trying to stay relevant? Tom Cruise wife audition. How about that? Tom Cruise, or excuse me, hold on. This is in Mercury News, so who knows if that's real or not. Tom Cruise report says Scientology auditioned girlfriends. I now just believe says, it because I think Tom Cruise oh, is Oh, this, this is saying what you said, but I don't know if that's real. Okay, this independent.co.uk, which who knows. Um... Oh, okay. Hold on. This one's Vanity Fair. This one, Vanity Fair says it happened. See? Okay, maybe I'm wrong. Hollywood uh, gossip. That's probably not real. <laughs> okay, of, okay. The Atlantic. The Atlantic. Okay, the, we probably have enough reputable sources to where that probably happened. Now, here's the question. First of all, Tom Cruise is like 5'7". Sure. And has a tooth right in the middle of his face. True. And is um, like the leader of a Katie cult. Holmes? I think Katie Holmes is kind of tall. So here's my here's my point, though. Tom Cruise, probably not that great. No. Also, I've heard that he's basically insane to be around. For sure. Have you ever seen the pictures of um, 
What's her name leaving the office when the divorce papers were signed? Mm-mm. Oh, look that up right now. What's her name? The one that he was married to before Katie Nicole Holmes. Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Pictures of her, paparazzi pictures of her screaming at the top of her lungs when she leaves the divorce office, like out of joy. It's a meme. I don't okay, I think Tom I Cruise 5'7". 5'7". Is it actually 5'7"? Is that what it says? Yeah. Okay, that's what I saw. So not against, nothing against any of Katie my friends Holmes who five are 5'7". There you go. Exactly. It's got to be tough to be a woman and you are taller than the man that you were with romantically or vice versa. Nicole Second Kidman's 5'11". Exactly. Yeah, Nicole Kidman's very tall. Have you ever seen Days of Thunder? Days of Thunder, when they're both on that, she's significantly taller than him. They made for he also has a years. tooth in the middle of his face. I think he did get his teeth on to get that fixed, yeah. to be fair. But just a weird all-around dude. So mm-hmm. why would anybody subject themselves to that other than to gain more clout? No, I, I, I agree it, it was for clout. clout. I don't think that Katie Holmes was like, hmm, he sounds nice. <laughs> that sounds nice. I'll have that. I think I'll do that. Because the church, I mean, just from watching those documentaries, is so involved. And especially since they've made Tom Cruise the center of everything, the church was so involved. Tom Cruise is big. In their marriage. Yeah, I think that... Um, and it was the wedding of the century when they got married. It was essentially like the Kate and William marriage, but for Scientology. It was like Kim Kardashian and... Chris Humphreys. Yes. yes. Lovely. I hope they get back together now. Yes. Wouldn't it be hilarious if they got back together? Yeah. Also, they were married for what? Like 40 days? 30s. And Chris Humphreys went from being no. a basketball player that like 19 people had heard of to like the second most famous person in the world for like a month and a half and then I, went away. I wonder where he is now. And they he, had a, such a height difference. Like, I swear on my life, she came up to his elbows. He's like 6'10". That's, in, that's the kind of man I need. You want a man that's six foot ten? I mean, okay, maybe not that tall, but like still tall. How about like six four? I'll take it. Do you want taller? I would take it. You want to feel small. I want to feel petite. Because you're five nine. Like five, five nine, ten. five ten. Okay, okay. So like I'm Nicole ten. Kidman. So you want to feel like you're dating a professional basketball player? Like I wouldn't date someone that was probably six one. Wow. No. Wow. Because I couldn't comfortably wear heels. Mm. Well, a guy that's six foot four, you gonna wear six inch heels? Maybe I want the. I just want the opportunity. Huh. These okay. are things I think about when you're a tall gal. You gotta think about that stuff. So we gotta date a guy that's six foot six. No, because that's Satan's numbers. Six foot five. How about that? Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll settle for six five. I'll settle. Yeah, I would like I would be a comfortable six three four. Six okay. three six four. We should do like a bachelorette series for me here. Where it's just based on height. Please send in your height requirements. <laughs> oh, these poor guys that are like five foot six. It's a rough life out there, homie. It's such a rough life. I swear people are getting shorter. What's okay, what's worse? Being a guy that's like five five or a girl that's like six five? I would say a girl. Think so? Yeah, because short guys can still manipulate the hell out of people. Short guys can still get short girls. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. if you're a dude that's five five and you date a girl that's like five two, you're right. There's a lot of tiny ladies in the world. Yeah. But how many guys are down to date a girl that's like six foot five? Not many. It's rough super rough yeah i'm i'm not envious of those women not at all not at all i don't know yeah luckily i'm not a woman who's like six foot five thankfully i'm not either you're making me on i know i'm tired but we're We're gonna keep powering through there's a few more things i wanted to touch on what we're gonna so first of all i wanted you to tell the story about your face okay apparently we remembered that this happened a few days ago but this was a story that happened in probably october november Mm -hmm. okay I was sleeping one night in my sleep, and then I woke up because I was having a little bit of stomach pain. It's probably three or four in the morning, and it started all as just like a little bit of like, ow, that like kind of hurts. Why is there a knife in my stomach? I'm Why is confused. there a knife? And then it kind of started, like I was rolling around, and I was like, oh, this is getting more painful. What is going on? And then before I knew it, it got to the point where I was like, I got to get to a bathroom. So I get up, 
I run to the bathroom in the basement. I'm in there and nothing is like happening. The stomach pain is just getting worse, but there's nothing coming out of either ends of my body. But while I'm sitting there on the toilet, like crying in agony, it dawns on me that I'm probably dying. Like I am like, I have appendicitis, like something is wrong. It's like alien. It's literally alien. And I'm like, something's going to happen. I need either mom to know that I'm in this much pain. I need to take some medicine. I don't know. So I stand up because I need to make my way upstairs because I'm in a lot of pain and I just, I know I need to move my body. And at this point, my eyes, I'm not, they're not fully open. I'm just sort of squinting. And running. I, it was just a fast pace. <laughs> I wasn't running. A brisk walk. A brisk walk. Okay. And my eyes aren't open that much, and I'm like kind of like hunched over. You're the Yoda meme with his hand out, like trying to stay sleepy while you go to the bathroom. I but seriously you're trying, am. But it, you're trying to get to a loved one so you can inform them that you're dying. That I have appendicitis and you need to be taken to the hospital. Yes. So I'm walking, and on my way up the stairs, I run my face into a doorway, and I split my lip, and it starts bleeding. <laughs> and then at that point, I was in a lot of pain, and so I just laid on the ground for a while and cried. And that was my life at like three or four in the morning. And then you did what after you were laying on the ground? <laughs> I got up and I went upstairs and I couldn't find like medicine that I thought would help me. And I didn't want to wake mom up. So I just think like, I took like ibuprofen and then I went back to bed and it got better. And then, the, and then the best part of this story. So I'm going to bed that night and I wake up the next morning and I'm like, how did I even survive that? Everyone's <laughs> going to be so proud of me. <laughs> no one knew. No one knew. And then also I wake up and I tell people the story and everyone's laughing at me and they're like, you're pathetic. You just had gas pain. You need oh to fart. Okay. What is the story with you crawling to the bathroom? Crawling to the bathroom? There's a story I remember recently happening where you were like, I literally was crawling on my stomach to the bathroom outside your door in the middle of the night and I needed help and you did nothing. You're combined. You're confused. That's that story. I was crying outside your freaking bedroom door because I split my lip and I, Did my you stomach crawl hurt. and drag yourself to the stairs? I Maybe a little bit of that. <laughs> if I could watch you in that moment, obviously knowing that you were going to be okay, but in that moment, watch you drag yourself across the ground to the stairs, sobbing because you have gas pains. <laughs> I would feel fulfilled. I could die a well, like the, satisfied, happy man. The best part was was when I went to the bathroom and I turned on the light and looked at myself in the mirror and it's just blood dripping <laughs> down and my face is all red and puffy and I'm like. <laughs> did you and finally then I have took that ibuprofen? Fart? Did you have that fart? I probably did. Like I I don't know what was going on. I know it was gas pain, but I was it was really hurt. It was like really trapped in me. You got some tummy trubs? Apparently, I I don't know. I was scared. And then the next day, everyone made fun of me, and I got zero sympathy. Well, nor do you deserve any sympathy. I wanted it, though. Okay. Well, while we're on the subject of telling gross stories, why don't I tell... Um, have I told the one about uh, the fishing trip when I was, like, a kid? Which one? The one where what? I got sick? I don't think so. Okay. Well, story time. Here we go. So, probably maybe 10 11 something like that um going a fishing trip to the lake all day fishing trip out there for like 12 13 hours something like that um, worth noting for those who do not know me that i am a not very dark-skinned gentleman Pale. my 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 flesh is that of the uh the isles of britain printing Which, paper yes exactly cardstock if yeah. you will so out on the lake houghton lake for the whole day. Um, I guess wrong. Getting cooked. Uh, never have been super into hunting and fishing, let alone doing it all day. It's a gay. It's a gay, one might even say. So I, as a young boy who have been a lifelong glutton as well, uh, decided to pass the time by eating large amounts of food. And what I mean what that is I mean kind? just eating continually throughout the entire day me so day comes to a close i've eaten probably enough food to feed three to four families <laughs> okay we get back in the truck long ride home sunburnt to a crisp crispy i am a baked dorito at this point 
get home. I remember it was game three of the Detroit Pistons Orlando Magic Eastern Conference Finals. Don't know what any of those words mean. Yep. It was whatever year that was, that was it. Actually, it might have been the Eastern Conference Semis. I don't think it was the finals. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Anyway, um, at the time, I was sleeping on bunk beds with Caden. Mm-hmm. Caden was on the, the bottom bunk. I was on the top bunk. Don't feel bad. Feel sunburnt. Feel tired. Feel exhausted. That's right? so funny about the sun. Don't you don't realize bad. it till you lay down and you're about mm-hmm. to go to sleep. And then you're like, oh, my whole I body. I want to die. So anyway, shimmy up the ladder. Climb up the ladder. Get on the top bunk. Get cozy. Get real comfy. Mm-hmm. Fall asleep. Middle of the night wake up and just feel funny not like gross but just like huh something in my body feels weird right (laughs) proceed to projectile vomit (laughs) from the top bunk down onto the floor this is at our house right at our house just like just (laughs) like i'm talking the exorcist and vomit right onto the floor <laughs> now in that moment obviously i as any person would just go into a pa- like a panic <laughs> where you're just like oh my gosh what is happening what is happening to me right now so i jump off the top bunk run into the kitchen not the bathroom which is right by the bedroom which run would make more into, sense which would make so much more sense but you're in a panic so it doesn't matter run into the kitchen luckily no dishes in the sink and just proceed to <laughs> empty the magazine <laughs> into Isn't into the sink, so and weird? it's just fluid. It's That's not so like chunky. Funny. It's just fluid, right? So eventually, the there's nothing left for me to get up, right? Mm-hmm. End up crashing on the couch because I vomited all over the bedroom. The funny thing is, Caden didn't wake up <laughs> at all for this entire process, right? I've never been more embarrassed as a human being other than really? when that happened in my entire life. Have you ever overeaten to the point where you <laughs> threw up all over someone's house? Have you ever done that? As I've Wait. done it, hey, I've done it twice in my life. You, this house, the one that we're currently in. Currently in. That's what you did. I did it once here, and then I did it once at someone a relative's cottage. I which was purely stop i remember that so which was vividly purely i was there it was like thanksgiving it was not there's nothing to do with the sun it wasn't like i got food poisoning it was i literally <laughs> ate so much food that my body couldn't digest it and i vomited all over their cabin that's hilarious yeah because i have a say it with me now problem maybe we do a little bit isn't it you told that story when we were little for some reason we thought we were too good to puke in toilets and we would puke in sinks like yeah. it was our job which yeah. is the worst place to puke you have to like wash out the whole sink and like cram stuff down the drain and yeah it's as opposed to just flushing the toilet meaning that our mother had to do that yep and like spray down with lysol and like now i'd be like yeah i'm puking in a toilet yeah it's much more efficient it's a much more efficient way to uh remove your stomach from your body it really is quick tip Tip of the day. Hot tip. Puke, Puke in the, the toilet. toilet. Hey, Puke in the toilet. Right. That's ding, the name ding, ding, of this ding. episode. Yeah. Um, Puke is always gross. And that's... I can see how that would be embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, puke is one of those things where I... Some people can handle it. Some people can't. I'm on the fence about it. Sometimes I can kind of deal with it and help clean it up. Other times I'm like, I just got to check out. I can't be here. Uh, it's really hard for me. Like the, the past few years, like if Chase is thrown up and stuff it, and I have to do the it. The dog puke is the its dog, own wonderful thing it's because it just diff- suddenly you just kind of hear warm. that and you're like, oh, well, I know yeah. what that is. And then if I have to pick it up, I'll start gagging while doing okay, it. Okay. Here's the other thing. Do you cry when you puke? I, funny, when I was little, I would cry, like cry, it was the like end of the emotional. World. It was the now, end of the world. Now it's just puke. like your eyes water. I haven't, knock on wood haven't thrown up in many 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 years right so probably coming now okay but You're gonna i get can't remember tomorrow. if the last time i threw up if i cried or not but i remember again when i was a kid it was the end of the world when it came to the point you had to throw up it was like i might as well yeah. be dead you don't have much going on yeah i guess so there's not a lot of tragedy in your life if vomiting I, is the i've end of the puked world, in but. the past year i went to costco and i ate a slice of their pizza and mm. it just did not sit well in me it was probably 12 gallons of grease and i came home and i threw up was 12 gallons of grease or was it out for like three days one of those two things but i'm never eating costco pizza again but the i'll still go know. there all the time 
Costco's a great place. I bought a I love Costco. Costco. Maybe I just don't trust their food court. Hmm. Here's my thoughts on that. We probably should wrap this up in a minute. Costco, a lot more of a selection. It's a bigger place. It's than Sam's Club. Then obviously I'm comparing it to Sam's Club because yes. so Midwest. That's Sam's so Club. Midwest smaller selection better food court and in my opinion mm. it almost outweighs costco just for yeah. that because yeah. i miss going to sam's club when we were little and mom would always be like if you're good i'll get pretzel. you a pretzel and i miss that hot pretzels super underrated people forget about mm-hmm. hot pretzels they I, w- I was at the mall today and i and i was trying to be a skinny legend today mm-hmm. but i was like you know how bad i want it because i could smell it the annie ants i would hit you in the face as soon as you walk in it's beautiful incredible so you get a hot pretzel do you do it with cheese with butter what do you do whichever all of it but if you had to choose if i had to choose um i'd probably do a cheese mm-hmm. probably a cheese but i'm also not hating on the simplicity of butter hot pretzel with cheese oh my gosh so good especially at a game you go to a game and they have hot pretzel with cheese mm-hmm. oh. which they never do anymore concessions at least in our town i feel like they're going away i know like concessions in our town have really gone down like mm-hmm. it used to be options and now it's like mm, they used to have the popcorn. uh caramel apple suckers for a dollar i remember <sighs> not even a dollar like 50 cents i would say like 25 cents really Ooh, i don't cheap. know if it was that cheap but but still i hear you but no yeah they used to be bomb but i think here here we need a petition to bring back hot pretzels to more mm-hmm. venues to st john's high school hot pretzels are like arby's you don't have it very often but when you do you're like oh okay. i disagree i never like arby's I love an Arby's beef and cheddar with curly fries okay. and a Jamocha shake. Mm. It's because the bread is always cold and the meat is always warm. Fair. I think it's still great, but I can understand why you would be bothered mm-hmm. by that. Such a fast food critic. That's a fast food critic. Yep. Fair enough. But anyway, we'll wrap it up because I am Thank literally falling asleep in this chair. I know. Yes. We're tired. Low energy. Thank you depression. so much for listening today. We appreciate you. This has been SOS number 23. And uh, be good, nerds. See you.